Hi, and welcome to Making Space with Jen Pilipau, a podcast about authenticity and the subconscious beliefs masking it. Hi, I'm about to share with you the introduction episode for season two of Making Space. But before I get into that, I wanted to share who I think this season is for. So if you have a tough inner critic and you are ridiculously hard on yourself, if you can't remember the last time you had a glorious failure, the kind of failure where you give something your all, but you fail in an epic blaze of glory, you don't dream big anymore, you self-sabotage, you never ask for help, you'd rather die trying, you often feel resentful because of that, because others ask so much and you feel like you can't say no, and you're all or nothing, and you might be even proud of that part. So if those are things that resonate with you, then this season is going to be for you. It is a deep dive on perfectionism. So before I share the whole episode with you, I wanted to let you know how you can access the entire season and all of season one, because it's not on this platform. So you can go to my website, jenpillipow.com. You can click the link in the show notes for this episode, and then you can sign up to hear all 11 episodes. The podcast is free with your email address and please know I am very respectful of you sharing your inbox space with me because I am a zero inbox kind of a person and I don't let spam in, so I totally get it. So there are a couple of benefits to subscribing. You get access to all the podcast episodes at once, and then you can access it through the Kajabi app on the go, or you can access it through Google or Apple, but you have to sign up first. And by signing up, you'll also get all the free worksheets delivered right to your inbox without having to resubmit your information or signing up again. You only have to sign up once. You can also comment with the community on the Kajabi site. So it's a great place to connect with other people that are experiencing the same kinds of things you are. Um, Also, if you are someone who's interested in working with me, you can think of the podcast as a prerequisite because I don't reteach these concepts inside the container. The podcast is really where you can consume information and have the opportunity to shift your perceptions, your mindset, the way that you think. The program Making Space is where we work together in a group for deep transformation. It's where we take action and we get to the root of things. It's not about consuming more content at that point. It's really about doing the deep inner healing work and getting to know yourself intimately. We do hypnotherapy. We update subconscious beliefs around worthiness. We integrate by emotional exploration and energy healing with Reiki and so much more. You can check that out in the show notes. Also, If you're someone that is interested in one-on-one hypnotherapy, I only offer those sessions to previous clients that have worked with me over the years or people that are in the program making space. And again, you can get more information about all of that on my website or through the link in the show notes. All right, on to the show. Season one, episode one, introduction. Ooh, 
Welcome to season two of Making Space, where we'll look at what it means to unlink failure, perfection, and worthiness. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for opting in to allow me to share this information with you. And if you've been following me for a while, you've probably heard me talk a fair bit about how our subconscious mind will link together different beliefs. And if that's a new concept to you, I invite you to revisit or check out season one where I go into a little bit more detail about that. But throughout this season, and it's a shorter one, five episodes, we're going to explore the top signs of perfectionism. Things like avoiding failure, scarcity thinking, being way too hard on yourself, having ridiculously high expectations, and all or nothing thinking. It's that feeling like you have to do it all yourself, you can't ask for help, and you feel like you're not supported. It can feel like a you versus the world kind of feeling, which is exhausting. And a lot of people I've noticed don't really identify with being a perfectionist. They don't think they try to be perfect, and they think it's good to be hard on themselves. But I want to show you another way to look at it, because perfectionism can also show up as high-functioning anxiety, which is also disguised as being really punctual, being really friendly, driven, detail-oriented, helpful, and organized. And those can sound like good things, right? But it just really depends on what the reasoning behind it is and what's driving that those actions. And I also know a lot of people pride themselves on being hard on themselves or being all or nothing, and they kind of wear it like a badge of honor, like I'm all in or I'm all out because I know that I used to do this. And I, I think back to when I did it and I think that I thought it made me sound like I was a high performing or successful person, (laughs) but the reality is, is it was completely sabotaging me. It was keeping me stuck and I wasn't reaching my true goals. But like I said, Like most things, with a discerning and an awareness around it, it's not all bad. It's when it takes over and it controls and it sabotages our results or our authenticity where you want to maybe have a closer look or intervene. And you can ask yourself, where does this kind of thinking sabotage me and where does it help me? And then you can start to become aware of how you're using it because there probably are some times when it is helpful to be detail-oriented, to be helpful, to be organized and all those things. Just doing it with that discerning eye so that you know that you're the one controlling it and not the other way around. And then once you become aware of your own patterns, you can start to untangle the beliefs behind them and then that makes space for your true nature, your desires, your gifts, your talents, your strengths your authenticity so that you can reach your goals with less sabotage. So for this podcast season, I wanted to take a deep dive into perfectionism themes and thinking of it like personality layers that our subconscious created to help us fit in, to conform, to belong, to stay safe. Safety is another thing I talked about in the last season. And those personality layers might be things like being hard on yourself, all or nothing thinking, defensiveness, and being afraid of failure. So we're going to look at uncoupling two subconscious beliefs that don't belong together, but frequently get tangled up. And that would be failure and worthiness. They don't need to be linked. They don't have actually anything to do with the other, but 
our minds have kind of lumped them together to mean the same thing or mean one must equal the other. So we're going to start to explore where these tendencies come from and why it's hard to break. And partly this is the subconscious beliefs we created as kids, something that, again, I talked about in season one, things that were modeled to us by caregivers, teachers, relatives, but there's a root to that too. So if we go way back and we go really big picture, generationally, we've been taught to perform, perfect, and overextend as really the entrance fee for belonging and worthiness. And to go even bigger picture, when we have perfectionistic tendencies, we're typically heavily weighted in masculine energy. Okay, so (laughs) I want to back up here for a second because in case you're like, what? Feminine masculine energy? Ugh, I used to really think that feminine energy, masculine energy, the divine feminine, all of that, I put that all in the same category with inner child work. Super cheesy, 80s weird stuff. (laughs) So if you're thinking that, Here's what I want to offer. The feminine is by nature, intuitive, emotional, which where most of us are taught to suppress, right? Don't have big feelings. Don't be emotional. Take the emotion out of it. It's business, not personal, etc., etc. But feminine energy is designed to feel, to flow, to connect. And just like in nature, we need a balance, Masculine energy is all about structure, routine, and tasks. It's about doing, fixing, accomplishing, achieving, which has really been the focus of our world since the Industrial Revolution, and it's created some great things, and it's also created some really shitty things like patriarchy, racism, inequalities, inequities. But ideally, we want a balance of this. Nature loves balance. We want a balance of the masculine and the feminine energies to complement each other for that equality. And this is really important for authenticity because to be authentic, we need to be tapped into our own intuition so that we know what we like and we know what we don't like and we know who we are. And if we're too heavily weighted in the masculine where we're overvaluing the logic, over-relying on facts and ignore what's intuitively right for us, then we will consistently abandon ourselves when we are taking that outside advice and not consulting within if it's right for us. So when it comes to understanding why we have this high performance barometer and attaching it to our worthiness as a human, we need to have a little bit of self-compassion for unraveling this because it has been ingrained in generations and generations. It's not a quick fix and it takes some untangling. But strides can be made piece by piece and within this podcast, what I can offer are some reframes and some perspective shifts to get you thinking. And again, if you want to go deeper, please check out my program, Making Space. Applications are open now. For the podcast, I like perspective shifts and learning more about what things mean. So for me, I like looking at terms. And a term that I really like is optimalist. And that's from Tal Ben-Shahar. And he wrote a great book called Perfectionism. I can't remember the full thing, but if you type in his name and perfectionism, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's a great book to start understanding it at a deeper level. And he uses the term optimalist, which means best and most favorable outcome under a particular set of circumstances. Sounds reasonable, right? Best and most favorable outcome under a particular set of circumstances. 
It sounds reasonable. It sounds manageable. It sounds a hell of a lot easier than all or nothing, or I always have to do my best at, at high costs. So I like that reframe so that we can start to pursue big goals, whatever they are, and accept and acknowledge the constraints of reality, because that's a part of it. That's a part of the circumstances and some things can't be changed. So a mental shift from perfectionism to optimalism can deprioritize efficiency and start to prioritize more of that feminine, right? Flow, connection, intuition, tapping into yourself. What do you like? What do you don't like? Who are you? And it allows you to become more relational and less transactional. So I want to give you an example about this um, because it's something that I actually, I, I have to work on. I've got all the perfectionistic tendencies. <laughs> so I work on all of this stuff all the time. And it's hard for me to be relational. It's hard for me to connect first. I Typically, my go-to is just transactional. And you'll notice that even in how I start all my podcasts. I typically just jump right in to the content. There's very little, I guess you could call it fluff, but there's very little warm-up. There's very little um, of me checking in and saying hello and talking about myself. And that's something that I'm I'm working on and I'm trying to unravel um, being more relational, less transactional. And, and I also practice this when I'm on the phone with customer service representatives or when I'm in a store or um, any kind of a situation like that where instead of just diving straight into what I'm doing or what I want, just a quick check-in like, hello, meeting that person. Like this is a person <laughs> in front of me. How are you? How is your day going? Okay. And then let's talk about, you know, why we're here. Um, and, and funny enough in my corporate role years and years ago, I used to get in trouble for being too direct because I would always just jump straight to the point. Like let's get down to business straight away kind of thing. So if you relate to that, then you could also like me, try to invite in more relational, more connection first. And the other thing I like about optimalism is how it allows you to focus more on the journey instead of just the results. And that's something that I'm going to talk about in a future episode when I go into more of the growth and fixed mindset, which is a Carol Dweck term, and she's got a great book too, um, where we can start to just look at really finding the value in how we're going after something, how we're achieving something and, and finding fulfillment there rather than just pushing, 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 wanting a result. And then maybe you get the result, but you quickly move on to the next thing. You don't even enjoy it. Or maybe you don't get the result and it's just crushing. So spending more of a focus on that journey just allows a lot more of enjoyment and fulfillment. And as you start to approach life with this different kind of view, with this optimalist type of view, when you understand all the pitfalls of perfectionism, it feels a lot safer to be more authentic. And you see this authenticity more and more as you learn to just accept yourself and allow yourself to show up. So this work can really translate how you show up at work, how you parent, how you are in your relationships, how you are just an authentic human being, because you're one of a kind. There is no carbon copy. There's just you and this world needs you to be you. No one else can say or do what you can with your unique perspective and experience. It's important. 
So when we unhook from perfectionistic habits, it gives us the ability to grow. Perfectionism really can keep us stuck. You start to do yourself a favor when you can look at failure as feedback and not a referendum on your worthiness. You can have more nuanced thinking, which means that you can stop thinking in just all or nothing in black and white. You can start to give yourself more choices. You can start to be a little bit more flexible. You can be more open to suggestions. You start to dream big and you make goals with attainable steps and your self-compassion increases. You're more dynamic and adaptable and it can really shift the way that you view life. So I hope you join us in listening to this season with an open mind because at the heart of it, perfectionism brings up emotions and emotions have messages for us. It can show us the relationship that we have with ourselves, with failure, with how much we trust ourselves, with how worthy we feel and what we think goes into that worthiness. And perfectionism can also show us how much we care about things. So we can use it as a shield to hide. We can hide behind that diligence and hard work and impossible to reach goals. But that shield will separate us. It doesn't breed connection and it can make us untouchable. And that's where we can get disconnected from ourselves and from others. And it's really just a false sense of control because we're afraid of being out of control. And we think that being out of control is going to expose that we're actually just not good enough. And I want to tell you none of that is true. <laughs> so I, I hope you will listen with an open mind. I hope you will invite in these perception shifts and, and realize that these things are changeable. Our minds are plastic. They're malleable. We can change the way that we think and we can change our relationship to ourselves in really healthy ways. And changing your mindset is a great place to start. So I have some questions for you to consider, or if you're somebody that likes to write, you can write about, or if you've signed up already to receive the podcast episodes, then this worksheet will automatically be delivered to your email. But the questions are, what life domain does perfectionism show up the most for you? This might be career, parenting, finances, health, relationships. Just think about what area of your life that it really shows up. And how do you recognize it? How do you know that it that's where it plays a role in your life? What signs are there? What does it feel like in your body? What emotions does it bring up? And my favorite two questions are, how does it help you? Because there are ways where you will find that you think you need it, even if it hurts you. And the other question is, how does it hinder you? How is it hurting you? And to really think about that and think about how you can be more discerning with the qualities and the traits. When do you want to use them and when do you want to tone them down? All right, that is it for the introduction episode. I do have a couple of updates for you. My new online program for adults, Making Space, is open for enrollment. You can get more information about this on my website or in the show notes. It's a full program that includes hypnotherapy and Reiki. If you're in Saskatoon, I'm now seeing clients out of Boreal Wellness for one-on-one Reiki. This is for kids, teens, and adults. I trained with my spiritual mentor here in Saskatoon, and it was an amazing, eye-opening, life-changing experience. I understand myself on a completely different level, and I'm just 
amazed at the support that I've been receiving. So if you're like me, I used to think Reiki was really just, oh, nice, relaxing. (laughs) I had a session years and years ago and I didn't really feel much and I didn't think really twice about it. But it is a deep healing tool. If you are looking for relief with heartache, with stress, with anxiety, anger, overwhelm, if you're trying to integrate other healings, if you're working with a therapist or a coach, if you haven't tried Reiki, definitely give it a shot. It really can help you while you're working with a coach or while you're doing hypnotherapy, but it can also be a great place to start if you're just really overwhelmed with with life, with emotions. I've been doing Reiki on myself almost every day since I've learned it, and I am amazed at how much I've been able to shift. And my kiddo, who's five now, he asks for it almost daily too, and it's really helped him work through some separation anxiety as he started school. So you can learn more about all of this and book directly on my website, jenpillipow.com. And if you're not in Saskatoon, but you would like some Reiki healing, we can work at a distance as well. But I hope you'll be able to join us inside the Making Space program and as well as the Making Space podcast, which of course is free. So sign up in the show notes or on my website. And in the next episode, we're going to be dissecting failure and I go into five different types of failure and the pitfalls perfectionists typically take. So I hope to see you over there. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is recorded in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan on Treaty 6 territory, the traditional land of the Cree people and the homeland of the Métis Nation. If you're not sure whose land you're on, I invite you to get curious by visiting native-land.ca. The podcast music is called Full Light Up the Stars by Diane. Thanks for listening.